This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. How's everyone doing today? It's an amazing day today on Saturday at the Pulse 95 studio. Hope you're having an incredible day. And talking about incredible days, we've got a lot of action to get through today. And amongst that is the Arab Women's Sports Tournament. UAE representing as we know and of course our very own Sharjah so we'll be talking about that and also the impact it has on women's development which I've been highlighting quite a bit on the show recently especially that the tournament goes on until the 12th so make sure everyone is tuning into that some very very good athletes and really showing how far Arab women's sports has developed over the last 10 years we're also talking about the game of zones where we zone into the game of the weekend now it was a very tricky one this week especially with a few good games in Germany and one or two in Europe but for me what I picked was the Milan derby now this is going to take you a little bit back now for those that are football fans I'm going to throw in some names in there that you probably remember and think legendary status but this week Inter Milan face AC Milan in a very different um perspective when it comes down to Serie A where it stands and also the impact the Premier League based managers have made Antonio Conte and also Sarri at Juventus have really had a few things to say about what's happening with that on the third segment we talk about nutrition its involvement in sports the whole debate about nutrition versus training and whether there's something else that might actually be ahead of those and you'll find out all about that on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 pulse 95 oh he loves the fire and what a goal this is the halftime show with omar adori on pulse 95 nice strike It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. And wherever you are tuned in around the world listening to the Halftime Show, we appreciate you so much. Whether it's on Pulse95Radio.com, the Sharjah Broadcasting Authority app, SBA app, or even 95FM in the UAE. And especially those who are tuned in on the Instagram live at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Because remember, the show would be nothing without you guys. Because then who would I talk to, right? And who am I going to debate with? And speaking of those to debate with, I get to give a few sh- cheeky shout outs to some of those guys who are always loyal to the cause. Uh, Sanyo, Fuda, Jose, um, of course, Maria and uh, Fatima. And everyone who is tuned in, and also actually someone from the UK, a certain footballer who is uh, got trials at Chelsea. His name is Ish, and he's uh, someone who's very dear to me. And I give you a big shout out, my bro, and hope all is good on your side. But speaking about development, now in Sharjah, as you know, I've spoken on the show about the Arab sports tournament, which has been happening in Sharjah, and the development of women. On, on the tournament scene is incredible because it shows how far we've come not just in terms of you know competing but also like the levels you know and um, Sharjah's journey to empower Arab athletes and advanced women's sports is based on the vision 
of His Highness Dr. Sheikh Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, member of the Supreme Council and ruler of Sharjah, and the directors of Her Highness Sheikha Jawahar bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, wife of His Highness the ruler of Sharjah and chairperson of the SWS, to create an ideal um, and nurturing sports environment for women. Because, you know, we believe in the value of sports as a vehicle for social development and progressive social change. And it definitely shows how far, you know, things have come in the industry from the Middle Eastern point of view, but also competing on the world level. And that's something that I am very, very strong, strong about. And I have been involved in that for a while. And the fourth day of competitions did not disappoint during the Arab Women's Sports Tournament um, because, you know, it, it showed a lot of competitiveness, but also a lot of skill, whether it was shooting, volleyball and tennis. The UAE shooters actually bagged two silver medals on Wednesday at the fifth edition of the tournament, securing the second position in both 10 uh, meter air pistol and individual competitions. So that was good. The Omani shooters, however, Wadha Al Balushia and uh, Suher Al Jahmaniya, I'm trying to get these names right, and Hurriya uh, Al Yahya, if I can say that, scored an impressive 1,651 points that clinched a gold medal. Um, in the competition and I told you there is a lot a lot of talent out there at the moment so you guys really really have to you know be on that and try and support them head down there and really really support them um, because there's some very very good talent on show the UAE is all like the shooting uh, team consisting of Wafa Al Ali uh, Salwa Al Dahiri and uh, Safa Al Hashimi came in second place with a with 1622 points earning them silver and Bahrain obviously claiming uh, the bronze with 1,621. Um, in, in volleyball, we had some really, really good stuff as well happening there. The UAE's Al Wasl Club maintained a clean slate with a hard-fought 3-1 win over Sirius Taldara. Uh, Al Wasl won the opening set 25-14, uh, only to see the Syrian team take the second 26-24. But then on it, it was Al Wasl all the way, taking the next two sets 25-19 and 25-14 to keep the winning record and as i said to you before guys if you haven't head down make sure you head down and catch um you know the tournaments there's so many different sports and the talent is very very high so the levels are much better this year and obviously they've done a great uh, great you know plan of organizing organized by Sharjah women's sport it is the fifth edition and it's the largest as well uh, and it's scheduled to conclude on february 12th so please please make sure you head down and show your love Coming up next, folks, Game of Zones is back. This time, we are heading to Milan for the Milan derby between two giants in the game, playing different roles in the game. Inter Milan versus AC Milan is up next on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Paduri on It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri, your host, covering everything sport, international, local. And I'm so blessed to be on the air today with you guys, wherever you are listening around the world. And remember, if you do miss our shows, you can catch all our shows on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Just type in the halftime show with Omar Duri, and we are there. We've got some incredible content with some really, really good guests covering some amazing topics such as mental health, gut health, and even strength and conditioning and the importance of how brain management affects performance so jump on there and if you like it share it and if you share it we appreciate it so thank you so much for tuning in and it's that time folks it's that time 
Game of Zones. And we are back for the weekend and the sports fan will appreciate this for me saying the Gazzetta della Sport days on Channel 4 when the Italian league was the most challenging league to crack. Do you remember that? And if you do, what stands out for you? Text us on 4215, salat or do, or slide into our DMs at Omar on Instagram, or even Pulse95 Radio. Now, the incredible days of Scalacci, Roberto Baggio, Franco Baresi, Paolo Maldini, Costa Curta, and the Brazilian Ronaldo, just to name a few, used to light up the world and not just the Italian league. Times have changed for the new generation, but never for the legacy of Serie A fans. I have a few Serie A fans that are quite, quite proud to be fans. Speaking of Sarhan, who's an Inter Milan fan, you got your old classic, classic fans like Ab, who's a Juventus fan as well. And those people wear the shirt with pride. Now, something to just bring back to your attention. The game of zones this weekend was kind of tough because we had Leipzig and Bayern Munich in Germany. We had a few games as well across all the leagues, but this one stands out. And I'll tell you why it stands out. It brings back the days of the Milan derby. Now, there's a certain excitement about the red and black stripe against the blue and black stripe. In the most recent clashes, uh, clashes, Inter have tended to come out on top, winning the last three games between the two sides in all competitions. Now, there are, there's been about 200 games between the Milan sides in total, with Inter winning 72 and Milan winning 64 with 64 draws. The times have changed now, with Inter Milan having Antonio Conte obviously on board, bringing that Premier League experience into the Italian league as a champion with Juventus. He has now reinvigorated his career and he's at the top now, just behind Juve in what could be an actual title race because we haven't had that for a while. While Inter remain unbeaten in Serie A since a 2-1 defeat to Juventus in October, a few too many draws, including a run of three in succession in recent weeks, have seen them fall three points behind the current Italian champions. Now, those ties did come against Atlanta, Lecce and Calgary, with each game ending 1-1, though Conte's side have had a little issue breezing through the early rounds of the Coppa Italia. Milan's form, on the other hand, at the start of the campaign was pretty horrendous, with players being sent off left and right pretty much every week. However, manager Stefano Pioli has made improvements slowly but surely and Milan have enjoyed a run of five wins from their last six games in all competitions rising up to eight. They remain seven points behind fourth place Atlanta and that's something that, you know, is promising coming into the derby. However, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is in the house. I want to say it's <laughs> in the house because he has come back to Milan what, where he loves to be and he's leaving his mark. Now, maybe not from just a physical point of view, but let me try and tell you psychologically, having him in your dressing room will raise the concentration levels for all the other players, especially knowing that Zlatan has been there, done that and won wherever he's been. Now, we're not saying AC Milan's going to win the Serie A because it's highly unlikely. However, what we are saying is there's no coincidence in the drastic improvement in form and quality in concentration levels coming up to this game. What are your predictions? Text us on 4215, do or slide into our DMs at Omar Dura and tell me what's the score going to be between Inter Milan and AC Milan. And since the inclusion of players such as um, such as Christian Eriksen, Ashley Young, Victor Moses, Sanchez, you name it, since they've gone into Inter Milan, has things changed? Or is it just the fact that those players fit a certain system? People might say they're washed up. People might say they're not good enough. However, let me give you this example. 
when you have a puzzle and you're trying to really find what fits the puzzle rather than what fits you know um, the media and what is uh, working for them in the end of the day if Antonio Conte comes out with this league against a, a Sari side that includes some incredible players and of course we can't be forgetting the Cristiano Ronaldo as well there's so many factors here that really could show Antonio Conte's style of management coaching and also his belief to recruit experienced players who have won things with their clubs now Christian Eriksen probably hasn't won things with Tottenham because it's Tottenham sorry guys um, but still saying that the experience and the level that he has internationally and also for the Premier League will bring a lot of creativity a lot of vision and also uh, a lot of leadership into a dressing room that has promising young players and a coach like Antonio Conte so so many things can happen Alat seems to think that Milan can ruin the unbeaten run 2-1 to AC Milan and that's that, you know that's a, that's a bold statement Alat you know what if you get that right much credit to you because at the moment now the odds are against AC Milan but in the Milan derby and in any derby around the world anything can happen and I want to hear more from you guys on what you think the score is going to be because I'm actually looking forward to this I think it's going to be a very very good spectacle for the neutral and also bring back some of that Milan flavor that we used to love and see and watch. And that is exactly what's happening. And that's the game of zones of the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. And coming up next, folks, nutrition versus training, training versus nutrition, which is more important? Or is there something that's leading that? Now, stay with me on that. Is there something that's beating the nutrition side? and the physical training side to get to your goals. Find out next on The Only Place to Be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire, that was a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! We are back, back on the Halftime Show, and we are having a wicked time today. Thank you for everyone tuning in. Now, you know I like to always dive into the lifestyle, health, and fitness, and especially how it improves and contributes to performance as well as lifestyle. And so with this, the debate goes on as we always hear nutrition versus training and what is more effective and what is more beneficial in getting the right balance for your training. Now... If we did say nutrition versus training and recently obviously having written a book about reset, I've mentioned the different types of nutrition, fueling, but ahead of that, one thing that I will say is have you ever thought what contribution the brain has to the body and also to the nutrition? Because obviously when planning and preparing, all that is so important to be able to present the right balance in moving forward. Now. The whole nutrition, especially now with uh, documentaries such as The Game Changers coming out and plant-based foods and staying away from meat and being vegan and all that kind of stuff. What I would say is, now everyone to his and theirs, everyone, everyone has their own preference. There isn't a right or wrong. However, you will only find out if you experiment and more importantly, if you experiment for a duration of time rather than just giving it a week and then saying, right, I need to have my chicken. <laughs> That's not going to work. You've got to actually give it time to actually allow the gut to digest and also to absorb the, the foods that you're having, the way that 
probiotics especially play a, such a key role in gut health, which we've mentioned on the show before. What's up, Vikas? And, um, and also the fact that all these things take time. Now, if you spend a lifetime, 20, 30 years, however old you are, feeding your body something, it's not going to take a week or two to be able to rectify that or even, you know, try and uh, reset that, so to speak, pardon the pun. Um, I say that because there's so many things that contribute to that. With the type of training, that's one thing, obviously, that you've got to take on board, whether you're into classes or whether you're into one-on-one or whether you're into, you know, different styles of training. It's very, very important to be able to get that right balance, okay? That's on the one side. Also, Keep, don't be scared to switch it up. Always try and switch, you know, switch up your training. Whether you're into CrossFit, whether you're into yoga, whether you're into boxing, you know, whether you're into just playing sports like tennis or football or cricket or rugby, try to give yourself enough time. Normally, a four to six week period to really be able to excel in the sport and give everything you can. Now we're shifting over to the food side. Depending on the days that you are training, you're going to have to have a ratio of carbs to fat plus protein. It doesn't have to come from meat. It could come from plant-based foods, which is completely fine. As you know, um, the source of where it comes from, as long as it's organic, whole foods and you know full of fiber, then you're able to actually fuel the body the right way. Now, how do you fuel the brain? There's so many things that you can do to be able to declutter your mindset and also focus on one thing at a time rather than trying to multitask because well i know i'm i'm really bad at multitasking (laughs) so i'll put my hands up and say it's definitely not my skill but when i do actually plan things and focus on one thing at a time it really does help so what works for you let us know text us on 4215 at the salat or do or slide into the dms at omar duri or pulse 95 radio and tell me what works for you when it comes down to achieving optimal performance and really getting the balance of you know, getting that nice, uh, fluent, you know, program. And that's another thing. When not sure, don't be scared to seek help. Don't be scared to go to a, a trainer, a coach, a doctor, a professional, a health and well-being professional to be able to help you to excel and take it to that next level. Because I'll tell you one thing, the older we get, or the more mature we get, you've got to start to really train smart and not hard. And that's another old school thing that you got to train hard 24 7 no you don't you know everyone has their own style so find what works for you and you will actually be surprised of how well you can do when it comes down to you know less is more you know and a lot of people i think now you got to just pile so many different things to get that done that's not always the case and that is the truth and I'll tell you what, guys, we're coming up next. We're answering all your questions, everything you have about the show today. We've so- spoken about the Arab Sports Tournament in Sharjah, which was amazing. We've also spoken about the game of zones in the Milan Derby. And now we're talking about the importance of getting that plan to be able to execute the brain, the body, nutrition, and your physical training. I'm the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday, 3 to 4. And I can't believe we're almost at full time on a Halftime Show with plenty of stuff today. We spoke about the Arab uh, women's sports tournament happening in Sharjah. 
Large happens every two years. The fifth edition is happening, and what a tournament it's been so far. And remember, you still have time to check it out because uh, it goes down till the 12th of February. So make sure you head down there and uh, and show your love and support to all the women competing in sports. We also spoke about the game of zones, and this week we zoned into the game of the weekend with Milan versus Inter Milan um, in City A with a very different looking Conte side, which has a bit of experience now to it. And we spoke about the the debate that goes on between nutrition and training, but I also threw in there the brain and how it affects both before you even get to the plate or even how you get to the gym. Everything goes through the brain. So setting that the right way and being able to fuel that the right way before anything goes into your mouth or goes into the gym or you fuel up in any way or so, so form, that's the way to get forward. And a lot of people now are, are kind of noticing the value and importance of making these small changes to be able to get the best out of the brain to move forward and shout out to everyone on the instagram live who's been active with me uh, through the commercials throughout the show uh, and one of the, uh, the the regular viewers ala well, tuned in from saudi arabia asked me what do i think about the tyson fury and deontay wilder rematch which is set to happen in 10 days i believe um in February, which is going to be huge. Now, the first fight, for those that don't know, ended in a, in a very controversial draw, despite, you know, a lot of people feeling that Tyson Fury had won that on points. Um, Deontay Wilder did have the famous knockout where he hit, he caught Tyson Fury with a right hand, which really dropped him, and everyone thought it was over. And Tyson Fury somehow got back into it, got on his feet, and finished the round strong. So, a lot of incredible uh, things happen in that fight. Now, will the second fight live up to that? Alat seems to think so as well. And he th- seems to think that Fury will take it. Um, and I think a lot of people are thinking, what next after that? I personally think that there will be a trilogy. I think they're set up for three fights. The first one being a draw, the second one being now, and the third one an opportunity for them to really seal the deal. Um, it depends. With Wilder, even when he's been hit and his legs have been a little bit wobbly, he hasn't dropped on the ground that often. And that's why it looks like he's, you know, he's unbeatable. Tyson Fury as a boxer can outbox anyone. He's changed his coach as well. Um, and, and, and really switched up things to try and get the best out of this performance. So strategically and tactically, you know he's gone back to the drawing board and fought. The only way Fury uh, will lose this fight is if Deontay Wilder obviously catches him with the right hand, but also studies the way the first fight went and how each round uh, Tyson Fury really moved and was able to shorten the distance extend the distance move out the way rotate round and use the ring to his advantage you've got to realize these guys are huge six seven six nine plus uh athletes who are heavy heavyweights like unreal unreal fighters and they will be tested on i think it's the 22nd of february this month which again has a lot of excitement behind it what do you think this what do you think the fight's gonna end up like is Fury going to win? Is Wilder going to continue his legacy? Because right now he is the champ. And after that, what is, does that mean for AJ? Anthony Joshua lurking in, uh, in the wings thinking that that might be his next fight. And we'll only know that when this fight is over. So plenty of things to be excited about. I brought on Tunde Ajayi recently. Um, and he, he spoke to me a lot about you know the art form and the, and the science behind boxing. And this is going to be very interesting to see how this fight goes. But guys, we have reached full-time 
on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4. Uh, we've got some really, really cool guests and some amazing topics. It's been a pleasure. Have an incredible day, guys. Stay blessed. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.